opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good morning, everyone. Happy Monday. December. It's December. How did it get to be December already? Seriously, I get to the end of each day and I feel like my feet haven't stopped moving. And sometimes I get like 18,000 steps on my Fitbit and I look back at the day and I think, what did I get done today? And the answer is usually not as much as I wanted to. So um, today we're going to be talking about um, ways to fragrance your home for the holidays that not only smell really good and really inviting to people, but, um, you know, a lot of the essential oils that we're going to talk about today, they're considered warm oils. And um, warm can be looked at in two different ways. So it can be looked at um, what it does physically to your body. So for example, applying a blend with ginger or something in it that's been diluted to um, a joint that might you know, cause you problems when the weather gets cold or something like that, um, you know, is going to actually warm that area. Or if you're a person always seems to have cold feet or cold hands, using those warming oils um, can actually bring some better circulation to those areas and warm them up. That's not what we're referring to today. And maybe we'll cover that in the future for, you know, it is that time of year and People sometimes do experience sort of more aches and pains and joint issues. Um, so maybe we'll cover that sort of in a January, February call, maybe a January call. But today, when I say like warming oils, I'm talking more about what they do for your emotional being, those oils that give you that warm and cozy sort of feeling, which you can have in your home, whether you're, you know, whether your house has 20 people coming to visit. Um, or whether you're home by yourself, just, you know, making a space that makes you feel nurtured and, and cozy and, and cared for, that's important regardless of what the holidays looks like for you. I do want to acknowledge that it's not the same feeling for everyone, right? For some people, they can't wait for Christmas. Um, for someone like me, I, I definitely I can't wait for Christmas, but I'm so busy doing that I forget to be and I forget to stop and take a breath and enjoy it. And then it's January 2nd and I'm like, wait a minute, Christmas came and Christmas went and I didn't really stop to take it all in and enjoy it. So I'm going to try and be much more intentional about doing that this Christmas. So, um, so let's get going. We're going to talk about this stuff, the fun stuff. Um, we normally talk about safety in this class, right? Because we're normally talking about ways we can use the oils internally and ways we can apply them topically. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about some topical use, but today we're mostly going to be talking about fragrancing your home, the aromatic properties of the oils, um, what you actually take in through your nose, um, through your olfactory system, which is directly related and directly linked to your limbic system. And that part of your brain is considered the emotional um, control center of your brain. So that's why scents and smells can evoke, you know, either a good or a bad feeling based on your memory that's associated with that smell or that fragrance. Um, so today we're going to talk about that mostly. And so the safety consideration for, for this type of use with essential oils is going to be mostly concerning our pets. There's a lot on the internet that says that essential oils aren't safe for animals. And that's, that's not true. I use them on my dogs, inside my dogs <laughs> um, every day. In fact, I just gave my Samoy a nice rub down because she's limping and we're not sure what's going on. We think it's more of a joint thing. Um, but when we're diffusing them, you know, we definitely want to be um, cognizant of the fact that their sense of smell, their olfactory nerve, they have millions and millions of um, more, more um, nerve cells or not nerve cells, but sensory cells than we do. And so when we're diffusing oils and our animals are around, we want to be um, aware of, of one, how many drops of oil we're putting in the diffuser, if that's how we're um, using the oils. So we want to um, cut back on those numbers a little bit. Um, I'm kind of a, I like a strong 
scent when I'm using my diffuser and other um, like womb sprays and different things. And, you know, I don't want to spray it and I don't even know that I've done it. So I like a little bit stronger. So because of that, I just always make sure that um, my dogs aren't locked in the room that I have the oils going in. So at night, you know, when they sleep in our bedroom and our door is closed, then I definitely cut back on the number of oils that I use, number of drops rather. And I'm aware of like what oils I might be using and how my dogs have reacted to them in the past. And, um, and so if, you know, just making sure they're not locked in and they can get out if the smell is, is bothersome to them. Some of the ways that your dog might show you or your pet, not just dogs, that's what I have. So that's what I go to. But some of the ways that your animal may show you that they're not really doing well with what you have in your diffuser is they may sneeze a lot. They may start scratching. They may um, cough. They may start using their paws like to, you know, rub their eyes or their muzzle or something like that. Um, if any of those things do occur, you know, you want to tip that out of your diffuser and turn it off right away and just be aware and, and hopefully those symptoms will go away. But I mean, I spray essential oils on my dog's bed every morning and, and throughout the day. One, if they need to be sort of calmed down, I'll, I'll spray something and two, um, they're dogs and sometimes they smell. <laughs> I want their bed smelling good. So um, they are safe. If you have any like concerns or questions about that, you can reach out to me and I can send you a safety chart, um, some safety guidelines with using essential oils around your, around your animals. So I've said on these calls before that I used to be a Bath and Body Works junkie. <laughs> um, I had a Sensi in every room of my house and I'm not here to say, you know, anything bad about those. Everyone has their personal preference, that's for sure. And, and everyone gets to make that choice. Um, so, but for me, I um, switched over to essential oils because I was looking for a more natural way to fragrance my home and deal with things in my house. Um, there are lots of health conditions that are associated, I gotta switch over, um, that are associated with um, the toxins that are in a lot of the products that we use to fragrance our homes. Um, fragrance our homes, fragrance our bodies. There's a lot of toxins in those and things like headaches, um, digestive upset or skin irritation, especially if you're using it on your body. Um, res um, like respiratory issues. For me, I have asthma. So, um, you know, especially when it comes to cleaning products, I really wanted to get away from those toxins, those things that you know you have to open the window when you're cleaning, right? I no longer have to do that. So I now just get to use my oils around my house and not have to open the window, which kind of defeats the purpose if you're wanting to fragrance a room and the fragrance is going right out the window. Um, the toxins in some of these products can even lead to infertility issues. Um, it's been linked to deformities in, in newborns, for especially for mothers who worked in that type of service field where they were cleaning and around different fumes and toxins. Um, and it's even been linked to cases of cancer, these different toxins. So, um, so that's why I like to um, fragrance my home with more natural things, things that I've made myself and I know what goes into them. Okay, and it's so easy, you guys. So we're first going to talk about um, some things that do have essential oils in them and their DIY and things you can make yourself because this is essential meaning essential oils, um, essential wellness. So we're going to talk about some products that do use essential oils, but I don't want anyone that might be listening to feel like, well, I don't have essential oils or I don't have the kind she's talking about, or I can't, you know, it's Christmas. I can't afford to be buying these essential oils. Are there other ways I can fragrance my house without using essential oils? So we'll go into that as well. The easiest way that I feel to fragrance my home um, for me is to, to make a room spray because I can, you know, take that from room to room and, um, and, and cover the whole house, especially a teenage son's bedroom, but I didn't say that on air. <laughs> um, and it's so easy. It's just a matter of taking a glass spray bottle and we do want to make sure that it's either glass 
or that it is cosmetic grade plastic. We don't really want to pop to the dollar store and get a piece, you know, a plastic spray bottle and use um, essential oils in them to make our products because it's probably not a high quality plastic, meaning that once you make your essential oil product inside of it, um, the oils are going to start breaking down that plastic and the toxins from the plastic will get into your product, thus, you know, into you, because if you're spraying it in the air, um, you're, you're going to breathe that in. So um, like Hobby Lobby and craft stores or Amazon do have a sec, you know, they have sections that are cosmetic um, that contain cosmetic grade plastics that you can use, but I always like to use glass and I know that's not, that's not for everyone. Um, so, but it's super easy. So it's just a, a spray bottle. Um, and then you're going to want to use um, an ingredient that's going to help the oils disperse. So oil and water don't mix. And if the only thing in your spray bottle is water and then you put your essential oils in they're just going to float to the top um, and they're not and they're not going to mix they're not going to disperse and you're not going to get the fragrance that you wanted to get or the level of, of fragrance that you wanted to get so the easiest way um, that because it's something everyone has in their house is to put a pinch of like sea salt or something it can be epsom salts too so you're going to put your water in put a pinch of sea salt or Epsom salt. And I don't mean like a quarter teaspoon. I just mean really just a few granules in your fingertips and then put that into the bottle. And then you're going to put your essential oils in and just give it a good shake before you use it. If I'm giving this as a gift, I really like to make it maybe a week in advance so that the, the oils in it can sort of marry and meld just like with cooking. And then um, the fragrance is when I give it, it's exactly what they're going to get is, you know, the fragrances that have all sort of married together. The next step up from just putting that pinch of salt in is going to be using witch hazel. And um, witch hazel is nice because it, you know, it doesn't have any, we want to get the unscented one. It doesn't have any fragrance. So that's nice. It's nice to use. And in a four ounce glass spray bottle, I usually put a couple of teaspoons to a tablespoon of the witch hazel. Then you're going to do the same steps. You're just going to, you know, fill it up with your water, put your essential oils in. If you wanted to, and if you had time, you could put the witch hazel in first and the essential oils and just let it sit for a couple hours and then, you know, fill it up with the water. And my favorite way to make my room sprays or my linen, linen sprays is to actually use um, grain alcohol. So it's 140 proof or higher, vodka, um, Everclear, something like that. And um, because they will actually stay in the air longer, they don't erap evaporate as quickly as the witch hazel or just using the water. And so um, that's my preference. Again, just, you know, two teaspoons or tablespoon of that in the bottom of your glass spray bottle with your oils and, and then you're topped off with your water and just give it a good shake. And um, important to put a label on your bottle if you're able. I often just print mine on my computer and I like to put what's in the, the spray. Um, one, so that if I really, really like it, I know what's in there to make it the next time. Um, and I always give mine a name so I can always look back on my computer file and say, oh, well, um, welcome home holiday blend. What did that have in it? Um, and, and I also like to put the ingredients on there so that who I'm gifting it to can see just in case, you know, some people are allergic to lavender. Some people don't do well with like pine or like tree oils. So I like to put, um, what's inside it when I put my label on my bottle. So I'm going to give you a couple um, of my favorite for the holidays. And so in this four ounce bottle, you would do 15 drops of frankincense, 15 drops of grapefruit, and 30 drops of Douglas fir. And um, I love frankincense this time of year, right? Just because it's frankincense. And I don't want to get <laughs> I don't want to get off on a tangent, but you know, it, it was an important gift at some point to a very important person. And um, so I actually love frankincense, myrrh, and orange um, in a room spray this time of year. And if you're into um, 
crystals and gemstones. You can even put like citrine, which has a golden color. You can even put, um, you know, you can buy like tumbled citrine um, stones. You can put them into the bottom of your container, just little ones, right? Because it's glass. Um, or you can even take um, like, um, like gold glitter and put a little bit of glitter in there as well. And, um, you know, you want to make sure you give it a good shake before you use it every time. But I love that. And I often will call that something like these three kings or gift of the magi or, um, you know, something like that that relates to the fact that I'm giving the, the frankincense and the myrrh. So those are a couple of my favorite um, sort of room sprays. I'll, I'll give some more probably as we get going. But if you don't have a real tree and you're wanting to bring that smell of a real tree into your home, then you could use things like Siberian fir or um, balsa wood or, or balsam fir. Um, doTERRA actually sells a blend called Midnight Forest and they also have one called Northern Escapes. And um, they're very nice to just, you know, you can make your hand soaps with them so that even your bathroom has that fragrance. And that's a super easy recipe, you guys. Like, okay, I bought these two ounce foaming hand soap pumps on Amazon. If you're looking for like a hostess gift or something, this is fabulous. So two ounce um, hand, hand foaming hand soap pumps on Amazon. Reach out if you want the link and I can send it to you. And then all you do is you just put unscented liquid Castile soap. That's it. You want to fill that about three quarters of the way full because when you put the pump top back in, it's going to rise a little bit. And you don't want it to overflow. And then you just put in whatever essential oils you want. And, and, and you once your oils and your Castile soap are in there, you just give it a little shake. And I couldn't believe it. I mean, <laughs> I couldn't believe it when I pumped that first, you know, pump of the, of the soap and it came out in this beautiful, like shaving cream type, you know, foam soap in my hand. I couldn't believe that all that was in there was just Castile soap. It, it kind of blew my mind, but um, we made it in a, in a class that I teach every other month. I do a, a DIY essential oil class and, um, and we made that a few months ago in, in the class. And everyone said the same thing. They just couldn't believe. If you want it to be a little bit more moisturizing than just the Castile soap, you can add a little bit of aloe in there. And, um, and the aloe will give it a little bit more moisturizing you know, properties to your hands. But super simple, easy gift. I mean, what a cute thing to give to someone who helps you out a lot or a teacher you know, just tuck a little note in there that says, you know, thank you for, you know, for the hand, you know, I'm grateful for the hands that help me so often. And a little soap, maybe a little pair of gloves, you know, or hand cream or something like that. That's what I'll be giving to um, a lot of the kids teachers this year. So um, the other way that I like to use the essential oils in my home during the holidays and all year round to fragrance my home is in my diffuser. And I hope it's still available when I say this out loud. <laughs> the most common diffuser is, is a diffuser where you put, it's an ultrasonic, and you put water in a bowl type Thing. You put your essential oils in, you put the lid on and you push the button and it mists the, the fragrance of the essential oil out into the air. The one I have in my bedroom is actually a um, humidifier as well. So I like that, especially in the winter because I get the oils and the humidifying you know, properties. Um, but like I said, I hope it's still available when I say this out loud. Um, right now, doTERRA has this neat little diffuser that's called a bubble diffuser and I feel like it's a godsend to blind people and I've told doTERRA and I hope that it will come out permanently it looks like a, a small you know like the small hockey puck lady a devices it's a little bit smaller than that um, and no wires it's rechargeable no measuring drops if that's something that feels a little intimidating to you um, all you do is you screw your bottle of essential oil into it and switch it to whatever setting you want, whether you want it to be um, 
just, you know, going off every, it's motion detected. That's what I wanted to say, but it's, you can have it either just puff out three puffs or you can set it on high and it'll puff out, you know, five or six little puffs. So if you know what I'm talking about that, those ones, when you walk by them and they, that's what this is going to do with no measuring drops, just screwing your bottle in. Um, and right now it is available and it comes with the Huga blend, which is a really nice blend this time of year. But once it's gone, it's gone. And so far, the only way we've been able to get this little bubble diffuser was for those people that were in person at the convention. So I know people are snapping it up and, um, and getting it. So in case you can't get the bubble diffuser or you don't have the bubble diffuser, um, putting them into your diffuser with your water is, um, is, is the way that I use them the most. And again, you know, you can use those wood oils like the, the cedar wood, the Douglas fir, Siberian fir. Um, like for example, this diffuser blend has two drops of cedar wood, two drops of Douglas fir, one drop of cassia or cinnamon bark. Cassia is like a little sweeter than a cinnamon bark. Um, frankincense, so what's one drop of that? It's a nice, nice blend. If you like your house smelling like food rather than eating all the food, <laughs> we can fix that too. Um, I say I'd rather smell it than see it on my hips, <laughs> but it doesn't always work. I'll probably get both. Um, you can do like a gingerbread um, diffuser blend. And all of these things that when I say diffuser blend, just know that. It's really about the amount of drops that you're using. So in a diffuser blend, you're not going to use as many drops, but you could take any of these recipes. If, if I'm saying it's a diffuser blend, you could take any of them and like double the amount of drops or triple it, depending on how your, you know, how big your bottle is and, and make them into the room spray that we just talked about. So for the gingerbread, um, diffuser blend or i.e. room spray, whatever you choose to do with it. It's five drops of vanilla, four drops of ginger, two drops of clove, and two drops of cinnamon. And, um, and I'll talk about some other ways that you can use um, the essential oils as well in like in your kitchen to get that same sort of smell. But if you wanted to make that into a diffuser blend or something, you, you could. Um, gosh, you guys are so much to share. Okay. If you don't have a diffuser, um, the thought of using one is intimidating, the measuring the drops. Um, I think sometimes we get a little too hung up on that idea of, you know, if the recipe says five drops, then I need to make sure I don't put any more in. Now, obviously, you know, you want your money to be well spent. You don't want to tip it upside down and end up with half of your bottle of frankincense in your diffuser. One, it's not going to smell good diffusing it, but you know, the oils cost money and we want to use them wisely so we can stretch them out and make it, make it worth it for us. Um, there's other ways you can sort of use the essential oils around your home. Easy things like putting a few drops on a cotton ball or a unfinished wooden clothes peg and clipping that to like the air vents in your house. You can actually put a couple drops on the filter, the um, like your air filter system. You'll have to, you know, do it, change it every, not, not change it, but, you know, add more drops every couple of days. Um, you can buy right now, like at the craft stores, unfinished wooden ornaments. You want to make sure they're unfinished. Otherwise, the oil won't soak in. It'll just, you know, the varnish or lacquer that's on it will prevent that from happening. But you can take um, unfinished wooden ornaments or even um, wool balls, similar to like the dryer balls that some of us use. You can buy them in a pack that are much smaller. And if you're, if you're able to, if this is something that you could do, you can just use thread to string them all together and make a garland. And then you can use the essential oils on the garland. That's what I'm going to be. That's what will be on my mantle this year is a white wool ball um, passive diffuser garland. And I'm not going to sit there and take the time to put a drop on each ball, but I will make up a room spray and I will just spray that directly onto the balls. And then that will be up on my, on my mantle and I'll just, you know, refresh it every couple of days. You could also um, 
use pine cones to get the fragrance into your home, whether it's taking a walk and collecting them yourself or, you know, buying them. I'm sure we've, most of us have walked into Michael's or Joanne's or somewhere where like they're in the lobby because that's inviting, right? And you walk through the sliding door and the, the smell of cinnamon, like, you know, smacks you in the face. It does smell good. It smells really good, but you can make your own. If you collect your own outside, you are going to want to put them on a sheet pan and put them in the oven on 200 for about 30 minutes. One, it's going to dry them out um, so that you don't have any mold, you know, form while they're in your house, but it'll get rid of any little critters that might've crawled up in there for a house that you brought into yours. And then you can just simply, I just put mine into a, a Ziploc bag put the pine cones in there, put a couple drops of the oil that I want or the blend that I've made up and give it a good shake. And then I dump those pine cones out into like a decorative um, bowl or basket or something like that. And you can just then, you know, refresh that every couple of days as well. And you can add other things to that. We just made this month in the DIY class, we made a potpourri. And so our potpourri that we made had the pine cones in it. It also had dried orange slices, which you can do in your oven, do in a dehydrator or buy on Amazon, I found out. <laughs> and um, so it could be orange slices, lemon slices, um, cinnamon sticks, um, star anise or cardamom pods, you know, your, like I said, your pine cones and your essential oil or no essential oil, right? If you're, if you don't have them, those other things are still going to um, give you that fragrance that you're looking for in your house. Something that I did when I was a little girl and, and I, and have, I did it with my kids several years ago, but I haven't done it in a while is just taking an orange and taking, um, whole cloves and just poking those cloves into the orange. They look really pretty, um, but they also smell really good. So like maybe using that as a centerpiece on your table, with um, some, you know, several oranges in there with the cloves poked in, and then maybe, you know, some, some greenery or some sprigs that you've collected or a couple pine cones, like it makes for a really pretty um, centerpiece. All right. This is one of my favorite recipes, super simple. We've, we've done this in a class, but not in a while, maybe over a year ago now. And it's making your own gel air freshener. Um, so what you what you would need for that is you would need a heat proof glass container. It can be one that you've just recycled, right? Your, your, I don't know, your, your grape jam <laughs> jar, whatever it's empty, you run it through the dishwasher, it's clean and you want to recycle it, or you can get some really beautiful, um, glass containers at the dollar store or at the craft store. So you will need something that's a heat proof glass container. Um, you would need gelatin so just unflavored gelatin powder um, then you need water and you would need um, your essential oils that you want to use and it's a super simple I'm gonna let me I'll give you that recipe here in a in a sec um, bear with me I had so much I wanted to share with you guys. <laughs> so all you're going to do is you're just going to um, bring your water, you know, and I can send you the measurements, but you're going to bring your water um, to a boil in a pan, um, or you could heat it in a microwave in like a Pyrex um, glass measuring cup and stir in your gelatin. And, um, and then you're going to stir in any color that you want. So if you use like mica coloring powders, you could use just, you know, regular food coloring colors if you wanted to do, like, let's say you were going to make it cinnamon, maybe you put some red food coloring in. You want to let it cool a little bit, because if we put essential oils into um, super hot liquid, they just evaporate and we lose you know, the fragrance that we were wanting, the properties of the oil. So you want to let it cool for just a little bit. You don't want it to set up, that's for sure. And then um, once it's cooled a little bit, put in the oils that you're wanting and pour it into your glass um, container. It will shrink a little bit as it, um, as it solidifies. 
Um, and then what we did was we just took a piece of like cheesecloth or a piece of gauze, um, you know, or, you know, mesh and put it over the top of the, the container that you're using and rubber band that around and you could put a ribbon around the rubber band so that you don't see the rubber band and, um, and just sit that, sit that out. I mean, if you're giving it as a gift, you could, you know, screw the lid back on and give it that way as well. But um, it's great in small areas. It's not going to sit in your living room and fragrance your whole house. But um, but like in your, you know, your bathroom or if your linen closet, you know, you could put it in there, um, a shoe closet, if you have a shelf up on a shoe closet, and the shoe closet gets kind of, mm, you know, you could have that in there. Or, it, you know, if you sit at a desk or your table to to eat dinner or do your work, you know, something, something where it's going to be in close proximity to you and it's not too big of a space. That's a really great way to, um, to fragrance your home. And they last a long time. I just pulled the lid off of mine because um, I had put it away at the end of last, you know, at the end of the holidays last year. And I just pulled it out and I took the lid off of mine and mine still mine still smells. It's like I said, it's shrunk quite a bit. And over time it, it will shrink. If it's super warm in your house, just know that um, it's not going to turn back to water, but it might, um, it might get softer if your house is super, super warm. So that's a really easy way. Um, also um, like a re-diffuser, which is a really easy thing as well. You just want to make sure that the glass vessel that you buy is really narrow at the top and wider at the bottom. And there's a lot of recipes on, um, on YouTube and, you know, on the internet that tell you how to make reed diffusers. Some of them say just alcohol. Some of them say use a carrier oil like sweet almond oil. Um, that's what I used in mine. And I feel like that was a good, they kept the fragrance pretty good. So it's just your glass vessel, whatever your liquid, you know, that you choose your essential oils and then bamboo. They look like bamboo skewers, right? But they're, they're reeds. And you simply put the reeds down inside of that liquid. I let mine sit for a couple days to absorb and suck up all of the essential oils into the, the reed. And then you flip them. And every couple of days, you just want to flip them so that um, the part that's been soaked in the essential oils is now... Um, outside of the jar and, and, you know, scenting that area. But that's a super, that's what I actually gave to my kids' teachers um, last year. Okay. Hey, Travis, how are we for time? And I think since we've talked about like aromatic ways before I go into sort of the kitchen, I'm going to see if there's any questions. All right. It is 33 minutes after the hour. Perfect. And so far, no questions. Okay. All right, my friends. Let me just scroll down here and because I want to share everything with you. <laughs> so one of the ways that you can um, fragrance your home <laughs> is, is in your kitchen. Um, whether that's cooking, I'm going to give you a few other ideas as well. Um, some, again, will use essential oils and... Um, not all of them will, but um, let me get down here because I had so much stuff and then I just talk over what I wrote down. <laughs> I, I never would be like a good speech. Um, like someone would write me a speech and I would just like, they shouldn't bother. <laughs> so true. Um, so some of the ways we can fragrance our home through what we do in our kitchen is um, in our cooking. And without using essential oils, you can actually make your own like apple pie spice or pumpkin pie spice. And, um, you know, if you have a pumpkin bread in your oven cooking or you have um, like an apple crisp, you know how your house smells like that. And it smells amazing. And, and you've probably heard this, but they say if you're trying to sell your house, that you should bake something before the prospective buyers um, come in. Um, because it, it will be more enticing to them, you know, if they come into a house that smells good. And so um, just as you would use those spices like cardamom and cinnamon and ginger and nutmeg, just as you would use those spices, you can use your essential oils the same way. 
Now, I'm talking about doTERRA essential oils because that's what I use. Um, I can't speak to other oils. I don't have anything bad to say about other oils, but I can't speak to them and I'd be lying if I did. So I'm talking about doTERRA and um, on their bottles. And also if you were to like, say you bought cinnamon and you were to, you know, do a Google search for doTERRA cinnamon bark essential oil, it will tell you um, whether that oil is safe for internal use. So you can use it in your cooking or your tea, um, whether it's safe for aromatic use, meaning the diffusers and things that we just talked about, or whether it's good for um, topical use. So um, just know that if you're using doTERRA oils, you will know whether or not the oil that you're wanting to use in your cooking is safe. Some of them that I use a lot of, um, I use vanilla a ton all year round, but especially now. I use a lot of cardamom and nutmeg right now, orange and, and cinnamon um, or cassia, if you like cassia better, because it's not as, not as strong. Um, rosemary, I just made some bread the other day and I used some fresh rosemary, but I also used a little bit of my rosemary essential oil. So like in your stuffing or, you know, thyme, we also have thyme and oregano, black pepper, so those are some of the ones that I use a lot of in my kitchen. And um, so you can use them in things such as an overnight oats recipe, right? You could put a drop of, um, say, vanilla and a drop of cardamom, my favorite, into like my overnights, um, the overnight oats, which is simply just putting your oats in a mason jar, um, adding your, your liquid of choice for me, that's usually a nut milk, but it could be a whole milk. Um, you could put a little bit of yogurt in there, um, add your fruit in, a, you know, a splash of vanilla or the, or the vanilla essential oil. Um, you just shake it all up, put it in the fridge. The next morning you wake up, um, the oats have absorbed the liquid and you can either eat it cold, which is my preference in the spring and summer, um, but this time of year in Washington state, it's chilly. It was 21 when we got up this morning, which might sound warm to some people. <laughs> um, and I just pop the, you know, take the lid off and pop it in the microwave for a few minutes. And then I have a, a warm um, oatmeal and you can put three or four of those in the fridge, you know, so that you have it for several days. And if you're rushing out the door, you have a healthy, healthy breakfast. You do have um, a raised hand now. Okay, no, let's do it. All Let's right, Pamela and John, you may unmute. Hi, Haley. Um, my question hi. is about, hi, about the reeds. Um, what are they exactly, are they called and where do I get them? I, I, I know I'm going back a little bit, but I was. Oh, no, it's okay. No, it's okay. I just use the bamboo reeds. Um, if you reach out to me, so I guess I should say this. So if, if you, if anyone wants any of the recipes that I talk about today, or if you're like, oh, I'd like the link for that so I can order that in and get them, you know, and I make them for Christmas, you can reach out to me at blindessentials at gmail.com. And I wouldn't probably be till later on today because I'm heading out after this call, but I can send you the link. Um, mine was just bought from Amazon. Oh, okay. So just um, bamboo reed diffusers is probably what you'd look up. And you may get, you may get, you know, some may come up that are already pre-made reed diffusers, but what you're looking for is just the, the sticks. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Anyone else, Travis? Or Not right now. Okay. All right. Um, so the other way you can use the essential oils or your spices, right, depending on your, your preference, is um, you can use them in your cookies. So making like your sugar cookies, but putting a drop of um, one of these oils in there is always yummy. In our family, my husband loves um, chocolate and peppermint together. So when I make brownies this time of year, I usually... Um, put three or four drops of peppermint oil into my brownie mix before I bake them. And that's really good. Um, you definitely don't need a lot. Oils are like 70 to 90% more potent than like the, you know, the plant themselves. So for example, one drop of peppermint essential oil is equivalent to 28 peppermint tea bags. 
So it's pretty strong. So, I mean, if you're someone that does get a lot of digestive issues this time of year, because we're kind of overindulging and enjoying ourselves, um, you know, if you usually tend to, to gravitate to a, um, a ginger tea for digestive stuff or a peppermint tea, you can use your essential oils that same way. Just, you know, pour your warm water into your mug um, and then just put, I would say, try one or two. I wouldn't do more than that. One is often enough. One drop of the essential oil into your mug of water and, um, and you can drink it that way too. Um, you can make pumpkin butters as gifts and use your essential oils or your spices in there. Um, again, I have all these recipes and if anyone wants to know specifically, you can reach out. Um, you can use them in your smoothies. I really like that. I'm really kind of experimenting these days with how can I, I love, I love tea, but I, I love fancy coffees. <laughs> Confession. I hope Santa brings me a Starbucks gift card. <laughs> Um, and I love fancy coffees and I'm really experimenting with how I can make them at home because it adds up, right? And Christmas isn't about me. So I'm trying to find ways that I can do them at home. Let me share this with you. A caramel apple spice cheesecake dip. Hello. Who wouldn't want that? And it's just an eight ounce package of cream cheese. Um, a half cup of powdered sugar, a half cup of brown sugar, not diabetic friendly here, um, two, um, two tablespoons of apple cider or apple juice, and um, your, apple, your apple pie spice, which you can buy in the store. Um, or again, you can make your own, and I have a recipe for that. And it's just two and a half teaspoons of your apple pie spice and and a half cup of whipped cream <laughs> and then um, so what you actually do is minus the minus the whipped cream you mix that all together in your in your blender and you you know pour that into whatever your serving dish is going to be and then you top that with your whipped cream and then you buy caramel and you do like a caramel drizzle over the top um, really good to dip um, shortbreads into is if you didn't have enough sugar already. Really good to dip um, fruit into strawberries or, or um, pears or apples. Um, really good. And I'm sure people could come up with a ton of other ways, like even pretzels, you know, dipped into it would be, would be really good. I'm big into charcuterie trays right now, charcuterie boards. So my new, um, my new passion. And so I'm always looking for ways to add little containers of dips and spreads and hummus and different things onto my charcuterie boards. Um, you can also keep it really simple. You can just buy like, you know, a container of heavy whipping cream. And, you know, you want to make sure that's really cold. Make sure that your, your metal bowl that you're putting it in is really cold as well. It'll help it to get to those soft peaks that you're looking for. And you can just put a drop of an essential oil in there to flavor your whipped cream to put it on top of your apple pie or um, whatever it is. Um, let's see what other recipes I want to share with you. So many. Um, the other thing you can do if you're not wanting to, um, to, to cook, you know, but, but maybe you're just wanting your house to smell really yummy is, um, you can take a small crock pot. This is one of my favorite, like, and I think Kayla had talked about this on a, on a call that she did with crafters. It's, um, the easiest thing. If you have a small crock pot, I mean, it certainly can be made in a big crock pot, but, um, I like to use my little one for this. Each day, my kiddos take tangerines or oranges or something in their lunch. And because I am a helicopter mom, they're usually peeled before they get put in their bag. <laughs> and, um, and there's a method behind my madness besides being a helicopter mom. And it's because I want the peels. And so I will just put those orange peels into a crock pot um, with a little bit of water and um, a couple cinnamon sticks maybe like if I've used a vanilla bean, if I've scraped out the insides of the vanilla bean for something, I'll keep that pod. And uh, I just put it in a Ziploc bag and put it in the refrigerator. 
And then um, I put the cinnamon sticks, the orange, the vanilla pod. Um, you can do all sorts of stuff in there. You could do star anise or your cardamom. You could do apple slices. Um, and then again, you can use your spices or you can use your essential oils and um, put all that into your crock pot and just turn it on low and take the lid off and just let it simmer and it will be intoxicating. Like your house will smell amazing. And the, you could also do it on the stove, just in a pan on the stove. Um, you will definitely want to keep it on low. And the key to success with this recipe is not necessarily you put in it whatever you want. Like yours may look very different than mine, but the key is to not let the water um, evaporate all the way. In your crock pot, that's not going to be as dangerous, but on the stove, you know, if you have your items in there and your water and your water evaporates over time, it will in both of them. You just want to make sure that you're keeping some liquid in there. So just check on it from time to time and add more liquid um, at the end of the night. You know, if mine still has liquid in it, I just turn it off and put the lid on. And then when I wake up in the morning, I just can start all over again. And that'll be good. Those, you know, orange slices and this, the fragrance will be good for a couple of days at least, you know, and you can add more stuff in, or if you feel like the orange isn't smelling as strong, you know, you could take out those orange slices and add some more in, but that's a, a really easy way. If you're not into cooking, you know, you're not really looking to, to, you know, get into essential oils um, or, or you're nervous about using a diffuser or something where you have to measure drops, just doing it in your crock pot that way is a really easy way for your house to smell phenomenal. My favorite way to use my essential oils, um, like if I'm having people come over, is in an apple cider recipe. And, and so that's just, you know, I, I've never simmered it in my crock pot, but I suppose I could. I usually do mine on the stove. And, and it really is just a combination of mine has some cranberry juice in it and some apple cider, um, some water, and a little bit like the frozen orange concentrate. You put that in and then I usually float in mine um, some orange slices and some lemon slices. It just looks pretty. And um, and then it's got a little, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but like a bouquet garnier maybe. It's where you just take a little piece of cheesecloth and you put inside that cheesecloth your cinnamon sticks and your cloves, um, your nutmeg, and you bundle all up and tie it and I just then put it into the, the pot of the apple cider um, so that, you know, that's not in someone's drink when they take a ladle out. And, um, and then I can, you know, just fish that out at the end of, at the end of the day. And it's, it's delicious. And when we have holiday parties at our house, it's welcoming when people get here, you know, they want to know what smells so good. And it's usually the thing that the that even the kids go to the most and you, you could spike it. Can I say that out loud on stream? You could spike it <laughs> if you wanted to. Mine's usually not, but because I usually have a house full of kiddos, but those are just some of the ways. Does anyone have like any questions or like if you're using essential oils or if you have a way that you like to fragrance your home, like this is our community. It's not Haley comes on and gets to like, <laughs> Well, it is, but <laughs> but I would love to hear from you guys because that's what makes the call for me so enjoyable is knowing that you're there and you come with your ideas and your questions. So if anyone has any, you know, thoughts on any of the recipes that you think you might try or any that, you know, that you're already using, I'd love to, I'd love to hear that. Or what is your favorite scent at Christmas time? Like, what do you like your house to smell like? Or when you go to someone's house, is it the smell of stuffing? Because for me, that would be a yes in capital letters. Uh, is it the smell of stuffing or the smell of the turkey? Or, um, or is it more of those smells of cinnamon and cardamom and like baked stuff? Anyone willing to share? So far, not seeing any hands and you got about 11 minutes left. What about you, Travis? What smells do you like at Christmas? Pine. Pine. Okay. Pine so do you, would be my favorite. Do you do a real tree or do you do a tree at all? But if you do a tree, do you do a real tree or a fake tree? 
Well, when I was a kid, we did real trees all the every year. And once dad left home and it was just me and mom and stuff, we, we kind of yeah. switched to a fake trees after a while. And most of my adult life has been fake trees. We would buy those uh, pine cinnamon cones from the store mm-hmm. and we'd have them up around the house. Yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah, that's, that's usually what we did. It's like a, a fake tree, usually a little one with a bunch of pine cones all over the house. Mm-hmm. I love that smell too of pine. We we've we used to get real ones, and now we do fake, mostly because of the animals and and the cleanup, right? But I do appreciate yes. the smell of like a real <laughs> tree. And you know, for anyone that knows me, there's there's always a Hallmark movie playing in my head. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't oh, matter yes. if it's Christmas or not, right? So right. I have this this vision of like everyone's in their matching plaid shirts and we're all going to the tree farm and we're laughing. No one's arguing, right? No one's like hitting the teenage brother with, you know, something <laughs> on the head as we, right? Everyone's getting along and we're laughing and, and there's a bonfire and we're drinking hot chocolate and we cut this amazing tree down and we sing carols while we're decorating it. <laughs> so, or you don't have the dog or the cat <laughs> drinking the tree water. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, and that's, and that's part of like, this whole like idea of fragrancing the home for me, it's um, it's, it's what it brings back for me. It's the memories it brings back for me. It's, it's the memories that I want my kids to have when they're grown and gone. And they say, Oh, my mom's house used to smell like that at Christmas time. Or, you know, there's nothing better than someone coming into your house and, and commenting on that, especially if you have two stinky dogs, right. Is, oh my gosh, Miss Haley, your house smells like Christmas, right? When the kids come in. So I love that. For me, it's all about like essential oils are a very, um, a very intelligent um, choice. You know, if you're a head thinker, they're a very intelligent choice because they're, they're cost effective because they're so potent and you're not using a lot of it. Um, they're also, you know, non-toxic and and have properties that aren't just, like my house smells good, but they have properties that are good for physical health and good for emotional health. But for me, that that's it. Like I'm a heart thinker. So the fact that I, my house smells good and people feel welcomed and, um, you know, I can turn my diffuser on in the morning and it's got, you know, a a scent in it that sort of like makes my kids want to get out of bed and mom, that smells good. What are you cooking? Not cooking anything, honey. It's just the oils in my diffuser. Um, But just keeping that sense of well-being and um, balance and emotional sort of grounding in my house is, is really important for me. Um, I'm just saying it's not happening today, but it's about to change. Um, And then some other ways that you guys can add fragrance into your home, besides the aromatic stuff that we talked about, besides the cooking stuff that we talked about, is um, you can make your own, you know, DIY body products, right? So you can make a gingerbread sugar scrub with just a few simple ingredients. It's just your, your brown sugar, your carrier oil, carrier oils we've talked about before can be something like sweet almond oil or jojoba oil. Um, they can be fractionated coconut oil, even the solid coconut oil. Um, you just don't want to use something that's got a fragrance to it. So olive oil would work and avocado oil would work, but something like sesame oil, unless that's the flavor or the scent profile that you're going for, you know, you just wouldn't want to use something that's already got its own scent profile because it'll change how your product turns out. But, you know, a gingerbread scrub with just your carrier oil and your and your brown sugar and then your those oils that we talked about earlier, right? The vanilla, the ginger, the cinnamon, the clove. It's just a matter of mixing that up in a, in a big bowl, scooping it into pretty little, you know, mason jars, Um, tying a ribbon around the top and adding a tag or, you know, a little note or something and gifting that to a friend or, you know, having it up in your shower. So, you know, that's another way that we can fragrance, fragrance our homes um, is by the products that we're, we're putting on our, our bodies or even, or even, you know, fragrance in your bathroom by making up a linen spray, let's say, and, 
you know, say you've got guests coming, you spray that on the towels right before they, you know, sort of get there or their bed linens before they get there. I do want to say that the oils we're talking about today, which are those cinnamon um, sort of, you know, um, herbal oils and they can, there can be dark in color. So cinnamon, for example, is going to be a brighter reddish burgundy color in your bottle. And so if you're putting it into a spray bottle, you just want to be cautious of what you're spraying it onto. It, it should be diluted enough if you're doing it in a four ounce spray bottle with just a few drops of cinnamon. It should be diluted enough that you don't um, see any staining, but you might want to test it on, like test it on a tissue and ask someone, hey, if I spray this on here, is it going to leave a mark? You don't want to spray it onto your white towels or your white sheets. Um, and now you've, you know, you've stained your your sheets or, or sprayed onto your couch and now you've stained your couch kind of thing. But in, in what we're talking about with a four ounce spray bottle and just a couple of drops of cinnamon, um, just, you know, know your oils or reach out if you have any concern. And I can tell you some of the ones that you would need to be, um, you know, need to be cautious of. So I'm, I'm super excited about Christmas this year. I'll, I'll tell you what I made for gifts um, since we have a few minutes is I made shower steamers for people this year for Christmas gifts, and um, they turned out really pretty. I used a, a mold that had like a rose pattern on top with a scalloped edge, and and I made mine, um, you know, maybe not so much what you think of when you think of the holidays, but the holidays can often bring colds and flu and that type of thing, and so I made mine with a peppermint eucalyptus um, flavor, uh, not flavor, smell to them because I wanted to be able to give them to people that they can use in their showers, you know, if they're congested or stuffed up. Um, I also made a dry hand and cuticle cream, which is just a matter of melting the ingredients down either in a double boiler or in the microwave, um, adding your essential oils and pouring it into like little tins or little jars works really well. Um, for the teachers, like I said, I'm probably going to do the hand soaps with, um, you know, I might just buy a hand cream to go with it, or I might use doTERRA's unscented hand cream and, and put like a little dram of an oil in that I think they might like if I know the person well enough. Um, even, even like um, Starbucks, you know, giving someone a Starbucks card and then giving them like a, a dram or, or a bottle of peppermint or a cinnamon to go with it hot chocolate with with peppermint in it or hot chocolate with a drop of cinnamon in it is is really good too um, so those are some of the things that I'll be gifting this year that I've made I've also going to be hosting a party for blind children in a couple weeks and um, we've made scented play-doh before so if you if you have children in your life or, hey, Play-Doh is fun. Let's just, right? It's very stress relieving. Um, making like a scented Play-Doh as a gift or even to use for yourself is, it's really enjoyable. And you could put the scent in there depending on what mood you're trying to, um, you know, if, you, if the child's going to use it at bedtime, then maybe a lavender or, um, or cedar wood or, you know, something like that. Orange even is very adaptogenic. So it can be uplifting or relaxing. You do have um, one hand, by the way. Oh, perfect. With about two it. minutes left. Okay. Uh, Pamela, <laughs> Pamela, you're back. Yes. Um, I have a question, uh, Haley. Uh, what's, this, what's the reason for the Epsom salts in, the, in your spray? In your... What, in the, the room sprays or linen sprays? Yeah. It yeah. just acts as a dispersant because the oil and water aren't going to mix in the bottle okay. just by themselves naturally. And oh, so okay. by putting a pinch of the Epsom salt or the sea salt um, into it is just going to act as a dispersant. It's going to help the, the oil and the water to sort of, oh. you know, to mix well. Sea, sea salt will also work then? Yes. Yep. Oh, okay. And you, and you okay. don't need a lot. I mean, it's not like you're going to be spraying it in you know in your mouth or anything like that right, right. it's going on your linens right. but you don't need a lot i mean just a, just a pinch and like I said it can be okay. epsom right. salt or sea salt um, or you can use the witch hazel or the grain alcohol the grain alcohol is gonna the the scent is gonna stay around a lot longer oh, the, okay. um, the water molecules are um you know gonna they're bigger so they're gonna stay around a lot longer and the 
alcohol than they will the witch hazel or the pinch of salt, but, but either will work. You just might have to spray it a little more often or add, a, you know, a few extra drops of the essential oil to get the, um, the strength of the fragrance that you want. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Guys, I, next time I see you, it will be the new year because I am going to be leaving for California for a little while to see my mother-in-law. And so two weeks from now, I won't be here, but I'll be back in a month and it will be a new year. And we'll talk about ways to um, help you to keep your new year's resolutions um, some oils that you can incorporate into your diet or into your lifestyle. You know, if maybe your maybe your resolution is you're going to work out more, you know, you don't. There's ways to help with that soreness or that transition as you're getting your body used to it. So we'll talk about that in January. And um, I wish I were going to be talking to all of you tomorrow because, like I was saying at the beginning of the call, my girlfriend is on her way over. I'm being swept off to an undisclosed location. Um, she said she's coming over to get me and taking me out to help me get like the bahumbug out of me. <laughs> and I don't know where I'm going, but I know she said dress warm in layers, wear comfortable shoes. I mean, I could be flat out on an ice skating rink in about 30 minutes, maybe, um, I, I could be around a bonfire having that, that hot buttered rum, you know, who knows? I don't know where I'm going, but I'm so looking forward to it. And I'm so glad that I got to start my day with you guys. And I pray that all of you have an amazing, blessed Christmas filled with love and laughter and time with those that you love. And I'm so grateful for the time that you spent with me in 2022 and today. So thanks everyone for being here.